to the Valentine's Day special edition of Phoning It In, the improvised phone-in show. My name is Dave Coffey. The usual phone lines are open, so get calling. Our topic of the week is love. Uh, Miles is on the phone. Um, Miles, you think you may have developed feelings for a robot. Is that right? Um, yeah. Yeah, that's right, Dave. And um, it's just a little difficult to talk about because um, the robot I feel... As, uh, call her by her name Roomba mm. she uh, it doesn't seem as though the affection is reciprocated now for, for listeners who, who may not be aware Roomba is a small uh, vacuum cleaning robot would that be an accurate description um, I mean it, it's a physical description yeah. but I would say Roomba is a, a creative um, industrious um hardworking and vivacious robot. I would say that they would be the words I would use to describe her. Right. Um, how how long have you owned her? Oh, I haven't. I've never. I haven't owned Roomba. Uh, Roomba's been in my life now for um, nine months. Sorry, that was very insensitive the way I phrased that. That no, it's fine. It's fine. Um, it, you know, I think that um, we're getting used to the language we use around robots. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, you know, yeah, and, yeah. Uh, you know, traditionally, I think we did own, you know, machines. Yeah. Um, but somewhere along the line, they've become more than that. Well, let me ask you this then. How did Roomba come into your life? Um, Roomba was a gift um, from... In, in, in all senses of the word, it sounds like. Oh, God, you're going to set me off here, Dave. <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, um, it was a gift from an ex... Prior to us breaking up, uh, I say gift, she left Roomba in the apartment uh, before she left. I think she forgot about Roomba. But that first morning I woke up and I turned over um, to where my ex used to sleep beside me on the bed. And there was just a void. I felt I felt real loneliness. Mm. And I really didn't know what I was going to do for the rest of my life. And then Roomba just kicked off. Right. And she, as she does every morning at, at 10 o'clock, she just went, Meep! and headed off around the house to do a bit of cleaning. Yeah. And it, you know what? At that point, I knew I wasn't going to be alone. Yeah. And I suppose she, she cleaned you up in a way, didn't she? In a way she did. In a way she did, I guess. Yeah, because I uh, was a mess after uh, Carol left. Mm-hmm. And uh, Roomba, Roomba really went out of her way to make me feel special, to look after the place. Do you know? Because yeah. I, w- I just wasn't looking after myself. And uh, she took care. Of you. She took care of me. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. Uh, sometimes, if you know, when, when in my lowest moments, I would lie down on the ground, and I'd let Roomba just sort of like bump up against. Okay, me. let's keep it PG. Um, no, it's Carol, Carol is on the line. Um, Carol unfortunately has been listening and she wants Roomba back. I feel sick. Um, you all right? I thought when I left the house that you would maybe cop yourself on and grow up a little bit and to find out that you have been sleeping 
with an appliance that we bought together behind my back. You have no idea the hurt that you've caused, Miles. You've no idea. Well, I want to say a couple of things to that. You have no right to have any opinion on what I'm doing. I have no right. No, you walked out that door, Carol. Can you blame me? Can you blame me? Was this the was this the first appliance that you were carrying on with? No, okay, that is not. And I don't care what you say. I saw the way that you're looking at that George Foreman grill. It was completely platonic and between I me and George. I saw the way he would have it off and he would run his fingers down the spines. You have to clean the, the spines, Dave. You can't leave the but spines. Not with your fingers, you though. Well, well, slowly. Disgusting. Well, this all started, I will say, because George and I were left on a long weekend because Carol was away with the girls. I didn't leave you. I didn't leave you. I took a holiday. I took away a holiday. I, I'm Who was there? Who was there? I'm allowed George. to have friends. Thank you are allowed you. to have friends. You're, you're allowed to have friends. I suppose Miles would say that he's allowed to have his friends yeah, as well. They're not friends. They're objects. <gasps> they're sex toys. They're not sex toys. Is essentially what they are. They're so much more than sex toys. Well, Miles, I want to ask you now, was there anything physical between you and George before Carol left? Be honest. Not more than once. Right. Well, I'd say that because, and, and it was very quick. Bold as brass, you rubbing your fingers up and down. Yeah, well, the fingers were fine. I was even, cleaning. It wasn't even dirty. It was. F- you shouldn't clean things with your fingers, Miles. I'm not here to judge, but that sounds odd. It sounds odd. Yeah, sure. <laughs> I understand where you're coming from with that. I understand that. But if you if you've lost the little, it comes with a plastic attachment, so you can scrape off the grease. Yeah, yeah. Right, and. Now, the George Foreman didn't have grease on it, but I was thinking to myself, how would I clean it if I didn't have this attachment? And I said, well, maybe I'll use my fingers. Okay. So I dressed up, uh, you know, in kind of like a nice, uh, like just sort of lacy underwear, and I lit some candles, and I just... My underwear. Why was that necessary, Nate? <laughs> because you kind of, you had me up up until... The, well, because you're... I might have the attachment gone, so I wanted to figure out how I was going to clean it with my fingers. No, no, I get that bit, but why the underwear well, and the candles? Well, the candles, because the lights were off. Yeah, but presumably you had turned them off. We had oh, well, I did turn them off, because... Well, Excuse you can't me. see candles if you've lights on, Dave. I don't understand what the problem is. We yeah. had to unscrew all the light bulbs because he was interfering with them. That's why the lights were off. Okay, well, look, uh, uh, it's, 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 this is getting a bit seedy for this show, if you don't mind me saying. Okay. Let's just stick to the issue, which is Carol wants Roomba back. But he can't have Carol bought with me. Yeah, but Carol paid with me. You were there. Yes, but I was there. Yeah. <laughs> so Carol may have paid the money, but she left Roomba behind. It's been nine months and myself and Roomba have, we have created something. Okay, Carol, how far are you going to take this? I want it returned. And as well as that, I want it cleaned. Well, what about the... I'm not cleaning her. I'm not cleaning her. I need that cleaned. Well, I won't clean I, her. I, I, I will not, not clean her. Whatever tell you what. left in that robot, I do not want she, in my house. Would you empty her at least? <laughs> I haven't emptied her once. Right. Not once. You seem very proud about that. <laughs> you should empty her, I think. <laughs> No, I won't. I won't. Okay. Would you empty your spouse? Um, would you empty your if spouse? They were Filling themselves up with dirt. You That's know. up to them. You <laughs> emptied me of all confidence, of all self-esteem. 
you do empty your spouse and you can empty room as well. Okay, listen, guys, I don't think we're going to get to the bottom of this. Stay on the line because we're going to be talking to some different love uh, experts later on. So maybe we can come back to you. Maybe we can try and, um, you know, just break this deadlock we're at. Molly is on the line. Molly, you were in love with a, a Batman, this says. Is that like um, the superhero Batman? Um, No, actually, it was the guy in Dublin Zoo who owns the Bat House. Okay, so there's a, a particular uh, He's individual. He's Batman. Yeah. Because he. It's not owned by the bat. zoo or. Uh, no, it's part of Dublin Zoo. It's yeah. part of Dublin Zoo. So it's but like, it's a private uh, collection. It's a private collection of bats that he's found around the city. Um, so it is in Phoenix Park. Yeah. Um, it's it doesn't fall within the grounds of Dublin Zoo. I get you. But um, I spend does a lot he of have time permission there. to be in Phoenix Park with these bats, or is it more of a you know the park belongs to everyone kind of thing? Well, there, there's no law uh, against setting up um a, a private business in a park. Oh, I think there might be. Well, I'm not necessarily like a well, law, I, look, but I'm a regulation. Not a lawyer, but I, I have um I have um. Yeah, I, I, I have been looking it up online and um, it's a public park and public means you can do what you want in it. Yeah. Again, I'm not a lawyer, but uh, so yeah, so he uh, goes around and finds various bats around uh, Dublin. Sometimes just outside of Dublin, he's been to Kildare. Um, he's been to um, to Bray. Um, so yeah, he picks them up there. He, he found a few under, um, he found a, a few uh, under Sean O'Casey, um, not Sean O'Casey, Samuel Beckett Bridge. Okay. Um, Sean O'Casey's the little one. Now, the Samuel Beckett Bridge, he actually found a couple there. Um, one uh, has partially lost its wing, um, but they're really, really good. So what does he do with these bats? He he just, he tends to them. Mm. Um, he, he ties them to little strings and, and ties them onto like a little, um, little, stick in the park uh, so they can't fly away oh um, yes like a yeah, branch yeah, or... yeah a little branch yeah, um, yeah. and uh, like a kind of heavier ones so they can't fly away yeah. and they just fly in a little circle Circles. he feeds them he he tries out different stuff because he's not really sure he doesn't have access to um, the world wide web um, which I do so that's kind of why the net the, um, the yes yeah, yes yeah. So for sure should we say the net yeah Um. But uh, so that's actually how we met. I was I was out for a walk, and he said, uh, "Hey, are you? Do you have uh, one of them phones that has the World Wide Web?" And um, I did. Um, so he's like, "Here, here, are you. Will you look up what bats eat?" And um, I did. And um, but there's all <laughs> there's actually all different types of bats in different countries and stuff. So we just tried a bit of everything because some of them can eat like uh, rats and mice and stuff like that and some of them would eat like um, you know uh, lychees um, so I had to look up on the world wide web uh, what a lychee yeah. was thought it was some kind of worm turns out it's a fruit um, went to a few different supermarkets they didn't have it in Centra they didn't have it in Circle K at Sanu and now on um, okay we're, we're getting a bit mm. off the point in terms of what the bats mm-hmm. eat you fell in love with this Batman Batman yeah uh, Batman Batman um, we were talking earlier about the legalities of him keeping these bats in mm-hmm. Phoenix Park. I have the Batman, Batman. Oh, babe. <laughs> no, 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 not your Batman. Oh. This is Batman. Oh. Yes. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, it's me, Batman. Oh, my God, from uh, the Justice League films? From the Justice League films, but also from just regular Batman films. Oh, my God, I love Justice League. Also, Adam West, the original series. 
like, oh my god, this is so exciting. It is, uh, well, it's exciting for you. Yeah. I get that a lot. What's Zack Snyder like? Well, I didn't work with Zack. Oh. No, I was more, my scenes were with Joss Whedon. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Also, uh, I just want to say, you're infringing on a lot of copyright. Well, no, uh, Molly's just, um, she's just in a, well, a relationship of sorts with this Batman. But um, I thought you wanted to come on to talk about the legalities of keeping bats in, in Phoenix Park. I absolutely do. <laughs> but I also want to touch on the copyright. copyright. Okay, yeah, okay. Well, we can cover it both. Yeah, yeah. Can I uh, ask, though, like, what do you eat? Lychees. Lovely. Oh yeah, my God. little worms. Yeah. Okay. Little, okay. little worms that I buy in Centra. I have. I thought lychees were fruit. Little wormy fruit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They, 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 they're a good way from you. They're kind of, uh, they're a bit of both. A bit mm-hmm. of half worm. Sorry, half Batman. Fruit. Sorry yes, to interrupt yes, you there. We yes. have uh, Molly's Batman, uh, or Batman, and um, Derek is on the line as well. Derek, thanks hello. for calling in. Hello. Um, sorry. Hello, Derek. No, go on, go on, go on. Go, no, go ahead, Derek. We want to hear from you. And um, tell us, uh, about your bat business. I've been collecting bats for 20 years now. Yeah. Right. And the best thing about bats is you can wipe them clean. With boards yeah. that have feathers, they get st- stuff caught in them. Mm. And with bats, hygienic wipe, everything's gone. Yeah, like with, uh, with the... Like a dead hole. Uh, yeah. Or or, 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 like, like leather. Like leather. If you had a leather sofa, it's yeah. easier to clean a leather sofa. Like a wet wipe. Than it is a like a wet wipe, yeah. yeah. Well, their, their wings are leather, but their their bodies are hairy. Yeah, but it's the wings that you're probably going to need to clean more often than not. You know, well, you sound like a bit of an expert. Well, I know. I, I, no, I, he's right. Is, he's right. Is that right? Yeah. No, he's probably yeah. seen it on the World Wide Web. I don't oh, know yes. if you guys you can the get net. it on your phone. No, I want to. I want to talk to you. Oh my god! Did you really listening to the start? I was. You're saying I didn't. Sorry, have, yeah, have you you're stopped. saying I didn't have a net. I did have a net. That's how he catch me bats. Oh right? no! Sorry. I catch um, the bats. The World the Wide Web is sometimes shortened to the net. Right. Dave, M- he has a people huge more commonly net. call it the net. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It's like a lingo. It's, it's how it's how I, I catch me bats. I is with a net. As Molly said, I tie them to a string, and uh, sometimes they don't have to fly. I just run through the park like a kite, uh, and and, uh, and you'll just grab one. Yeah, right. Amazing. I've seen I've seen some of these. Not well, all these bats are uh, in the best of shape, Dave. Oh, oh, you've you've seen Derek's I've seen bats. Now, I've that's seen, listen, a very serious accusation. Well. That you're saying I don't look after me bats. I do. I'm not saying you don't look after them, but one of them definitely has no wing. We've established that already. I was looking after him because he lost his wing. Yeah, but nursing you, him were back you to health. After... You're nursing him back to health. But you Careful nurse... now, Batman, because we've talked about copyright, but we're, we, we can talk about libel as well if you're, if you're not. Well, I'm only saying what I saw. Right. And what I saw was a man with a stick. Yeah. He actually... And attached to that stick was a string. Well, and on. attached to that string was a one winged bat. You're a vigilante, he... so, I mean. You should maybe should be try and find me. Try and find me. Okay, all right. All right. Were you the guy that showed up last week in the Batman costume to the? It's not a costume. Oh, uniform. Yes. Yes, your uniform. My yeah. uniform. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. No, I know you. Yeah, I've seen you around. Okay. Well, I did you see me? I thought I was hidden. Yeah, you had like a sight. long cape on and like. You didn't have a mask, but you just kind of drawn it on with Sharpie. You've drawn my, a fake mask on your my mask on your was, forehead. Uh, yeah, mask was it was in the laundromat that day. Okay. So I drew, I draw my mask on. If you saw that, it was really cool. I just think you should like tied your hair back. It's really long, and it just kind of you looked more like Brandonese the Crow, okay, as oh, opposed to like not you the know, vibe I was going for at all. Oh no, do you think like a ponytail or something? Yeah, just like or like you get okay. Well, listen. 
Guys, I'm, it, I'm surprised you saw me, first of all. Second of all, this man is running through the park. With a net. With a, not with a net, with a stick, with an enfeebled bat slapping off his calves. Because the, the, the bat aren't, they're not flying. They're slapping left and right. Well, they're flying for him. That's what I'd say. Well, that's, well you can't that's, argue with that's that. conjecture. Well, yeah, but if the bats... Because he can't talk to the bats. Well, the, I can talk to the bats. Okay, well, look, this is the Valentine's Day episode of Phoning It In. Oh, Molly, <laughs> Molly, <Batman>. yes, oh. <laughs> uh, very good, Batman. Yeah, I'm sure you've got loads of bat puns that you break out all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Molly uh, called in because yes. she's in love with Derek. Of course. And oh. what we really want to know is, Derek, do you reciprocate those you feelings like for Molly? Now, I was very clear with Molly when I met her. Okay. I am married to the bats. All right. And there's only a certain level of commitment that I can offer her mm. because I spend all day with the bats. I wake up 5pm and mm. I stay up all night and I go to sleep at about 10am. So she's only got two hours of me. Right. I say when she wakes up at 8 o'clock in the morning. Sometimes Batman, to even just be by your side to look stuff up for you on the World Wide Web while you tend to those bats, that would be, that would be my dream. That's all I ask. And I appreciate the help. But help. bats are... Very loyal creatures, very solitary creatures. Like myself. Like myself. And I'm sorry, but I have to put them first. Molly, I'm sorry. This is sad news for you after all the help you've given to It's fine. Batman. It's totally fine. Um, well, Zack Snyder's Justice League Batman. Joss Whedon, yeah. Oh, sorry. Joss Whedon's Justice League Batman. What's your status? Oh, I'm, I'm absolutely free. Free oh as a bird. God. Absolutely. I'll free as a bat? You're not the only one. No, you're very good. That's, no, but genuinely, like all jokes aside, I'm very lonely. Okay. I'm very lonely. So any sort of companionship would right. be much play, appreciated. Play, play it cool, Batman. Sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> I just live in a cave near Phoenix Park. No, I've an, no uh, don't give it away. Sorry, sorry. But I do. And I have a ma- I have some sort of mannequin that I've dressed up to look like a, a butler. I call him Alfred. Cool. It's a lonely existence. But I tell you what, I have space. Yeah. I have space for a partner in crime. I actually do have a lot of work at the minute. Um, yeah. I've been, yeah, just everything coming back. It's... Yeah, busy time. I, it's a busy time, but um, you know, like I'll see you around. Or, yeah, yeah. If I see you, I see. If you see me, I'll yeah. But see I, you. Okay. love finds a way, guys. That's what it's all about here on phoning it in. Jack is on the line. Jack, you have fallen for your mentor. Tell yeah. us about that. Um, it's a difficult one. Um, I um an avid snooker player mm. and um, basically uh, without doing too, being too um, vulgar about it um, he showed me his balls and I fell in love with him straight away mm. um, so this is a fellow uh, snooker player yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, I met him in a snooker hall uh, and he challenged me to a match, and yeah, just just uh, went from there. Um, yeah. Does he know how you feel, Jack? I think he's a he's an idea. He has an idea. Um, 
but I, I've never told him directly. Mm. And when he showed you his balls, did he show you his cue as well? Yeah. Right. Yeah, he brings his own uh, to the snooker hall and it's got flames on it. Flames? And I just thought it was cool, well. very firm. And... Okay, well look, we're, yeah. this episode, we're trying to bring people together. Um, I hope you don't mind. We went ahead. We we did some research. We 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 looked into your Facebook page, uh, your your Twitter, your Instagram deduction. Uh, figured out who this person was, um, and we've got them on the line. It's Philip. Philip. Hello. <laughs> it's me, Philip. Um, snooker player, I believe. Oh yes, I've been playing snooker now for eighty. 80 odd years right mm. so you're you're not a young man I suppose it would be fair to young say young at heart yeah that's all that matters young at heart uh, you know Jack oh I know Jack absolutely one of the finest snooker players I've ever had the fortune to set my eyes upon right okay very talented young man a man who uh, lights up a hall when he walks into it he uh He's got a real gift about him. When I saw him walking into the hideout that night, it was a, it was a Thursday, I thought to myself, I'm going to show that man my balls. And I'm going to let nature take its course. Oh, um, sorry. <laughs> Sorry, I thought you were going to say something else. Um, I, I will. I will be honest with you, Dave. I drifted off into fantasy. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, well, no, not great. I'm sure if you didn't. Um, I'll try to remain. Present. Yeah, try and stay lucid. Um, are you then? Is do you reciprocate these feelings for Jack? It sounds like you do. Oh, I am so happy to hear Jack say these things. Well, that's great. It is so. Exciting for a man of my age to be invigorated, to be as enraptured as I am with a young man, and for it to be reciprocated. Great. Well, it's uh, been a long time. Jack, what do you say to that? I'm so happy. Um, me too. I feel like I've um, part of the black at the end of a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, we've chatted about that. I've I've never felt this way about anybody before. Now I do want to bring in um Philip's wife Brenda because uh, you guys have been married for 60 years. Um mm-hmm. Brenda, this must come as a bit of a shock to you. Y- yes. I, he's been going to this pool hall now for maybe 14 years and I was happy to let him go. He's always like snooker. But I'm very, very surprised to find out that my 97-year-old husband is a gay man. Oh, I'm not gay. Okay. No, no, I want you to know that you will always be my tigress. You are are the light within my loins. It sounds like you... Want to have gay sex with this young boy? Oh, I'm saying I'm not saying that it needs to be just me and Jack, Brenda. I'm saying that finally, honey, we ain't got we ain't got long left, honey. We got what twenty, thirty years, but maybe we can 
Maybe we can do some of the things we've talked about. You know, Jack seems to be... He's, he's a young... Okay. Well, he's a lithe boy. He may, he may be bisexual. Well, I am absolutely not bisexual. I do not want anything to do with this dried up old bitch. <laughs> Excuse me. Steady on, I Jack. Very clear. Excuse me, young boy. I made it very clear what I wanted from this. And I find it absolutely heartbreaking that you have played with me. Who are you talking, Brenda? Brenda's I played with your affections? You. You, you played with me. I you played both games of snooker and games with my affections. Mm. And now you are using me as a pawn, not a pawn. in your... Well, that's a different a, game. A bishop. Oh, it's a different game you altogether. Use, you are using me as a cue ball in your larger relationship. You could be the triangle. I feel like the red ball is probably a better analogy for a pawn. Probably. But, 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 listen. I'm so sorry, Jack. Oh, triangle, yeah. Triangle could work. That's I don't, I don't want the, the triangle. Yeah, you don't want that. You don't, don't want, want a triangle. triangle. Okay, yeah. what about, you know the, uh, you know the long kind of cue tools that help you reach further down the table? You I, could help me reach further down the table. Is it, is it a spider? Is that spider, what it is? Spider, yeah. There's a spider and there's an X one. One looks like an X. I don't want you reaching towards her. The only person I want you reaching towards is me. Well, maybe it could be me and then you and then Brenda. Well, sorry, I'm sorry. Nobody agree. You're the only one here that's benefiting from this. I understand. I understand that. Well, what I want to say to that I, is... I'm a 24-year-old woman. Yeah, you... Well, come on, Brenda. You know, you've been married for 60 years. We're not idiots, okay? You do look fantastic. No, she doesn't. Oh, now, Jack, if this is going to work, Jack, you're going to need to turn your attitude right around. Maybe it's not going to work then. Wow. Well, I don't I, know if it's going to work. I've, I've already, I have bought outfits for all three of us. Okay. Yeah. What What are they, what are they like? They're snooker outfits, the snooker yeah. Outfits, got yeah. nice little uh, waistcoats. waistcoats. Yeah. Oh, that does sound nice. And, and yeah. little like, white shirts for all of us. Oh. Uh, shiny shoes. I thought maybe we could shine each other's shoes. That sounds like a nice idea. Sexy, yeah. Yeah, and then we could... uh, Like a foot massage, but with a... With a shoe on. Yeah. Yeah, well, you can't you can't let a nine to seven year old man's feet out and about. It's not... Nobody wants that. Nobody wants that. Listen, Jack, I'm sorry if I mis- misled you. I want you to know that was not my intention, but I wanted to see if you were game. And it seems like you were. And I feel like we shared something in that pool hole. We did. I let you hold my fire cue. I know. You called it uh, stumpy. Jack, would you be willing to just even maybe go on a date with uh, Philip and Brenda? Take a, and Brenda as well. That what would, be what nice. would I want with Brenda? That's what I don't understand. I have lots of very now, good uh, traits. Brenda. I am a keen gardener. Absolutely. I love to bake bread. Um, I like to play solitaire. Mm. I like to play. Have you ever played bridge before? Oh, that's a great game. It's have a you? Fun game. She plays. Have it's you ever played bridge game, before? Jack. Really, really well. Yep, and um, I am very nice person. Um, I like to watch TV. Can I just? Can I just cut across you? Go darling? ahead, honey. Do you know something? Mm-hmm. If he doesn't want in on this, then he doesn't get in on this. Okay. Okay. What are you proposing? I'm just saying that we don't need this guy. Okay. okay? Excuse me? We don't need this guy 
My okay. Bake your bread and fuck off. Oh, Jack. Jack, I'm so sorry, Brenda, you that I brought you in very, on this. I thought that time boy. comes in every person's life without to fight for the person they love. And if it comes to it, Brenda, I am not afraid to use force. Well, this is an elderly. How old did I say I was? You said you were 24. We don't really believe that. At 39. You're probably, I would say, 80 something. Where are our children? Oh, Brenda. Oh, Brenda. I think we all agree that I could probably be in a fight. Yeah, I don't know if you should be. Jack, you're a very strong man. You're lithe. Like I said, you move around a snooker table like me in 1932. All right. No one's saying that you can't beat the shit out of my wife. But what I'm saying is, you can't. I would really can't. prefer you didn't. I, I, what I'm I would saying. really I'm prefer saying physically you can. Too late, honey. What do you mean by that? What do you mean? By... You're guys. What happens? I'm coming for Brenda. No, no, but you're gonna have to go through me. I will. Oh. <laughs> Well, it seems like we're back on, Dave. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, I don't think we're going to get to the bottom of this today, uh, uh, unfortunately, either. I thought we, I thought we had a love connection, um, but listen, it's a real shame. Who well, knows? Myself and Brenda are going to go home, and we're going to have rampant sex. I'll tell you that right now. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't need to hear that. Uh, but um, uh, Jack, Philip, uh, Brenda, thank you all for phoning it in. As I'm sure you know, Phoning It In is just one of the many excellent podcasts on the Headstuff Podcast Network. Here's a little teaser for another one you should definitely check out. Fireside is the Irish storytelling podcast. Every week you'll hear tales of mythic Irish gods, Arthurian knights or Norse Vikings. There is folklore from Ireland and around the world, and even historical legends like Brian Baru and Gráinne Whale. Whether from poetry or prose, lyric or legend, if there is a good story at the heart of it, you'll find it here. I'm Kevin C. Olihan. I'm your host and fireside bard. With over 150 episodes and rising, there has never been a better time to join us by the fireside. There is a new way to support the show and it's called Headstuff Plus. For a small monthly fee, you'll not only help me to continue making more episodes of this show, you'll also get heaps of bonus content from every single show on the network. That includes new bonus episodes of this show, which will be released every other week. So please head on over to Headstuff Plus and sign up today. I'm going to move on to some other calls now. Lily is on the line. Lily, you are fed up with people commenting about you and your kids. I'm bloody sick of it. Really, really sick of it. Well, what, what, why are people commenting about you and your kids? Well, they basically say they're not actually children. They're just balloons with the faces drawn on with a Sharpie. Um, and I just, in this day and age, you know, I just feel like there's, you know, different types of families, you know. There's the modern family. There is, you know, you could have two women raising a child or two dads raising a child or you could have balloons for children um and you know they're different shapes and sizes some of the long kind of ones you know right so you're not denying that your your children are made of balloons no they're not but i mean you know they're not my biological children okay yeah. and that's the conversation i'm gonna have to have with them um as they grow older um as they start to kind of sag a little bit um, but, you know, it's nobody else's business. And trying to get them into a school, it's just been impossible in, oh, in yeah. the district. Are they, are they not baptised? 
um, they're not baptised, you know, I want them to be able to choose as they get older. Um, <laughs> but as you know, the educate together schools are just impossible. Yeah, they're and in demand, they'd be open-minded, you know, you think they'd be more open-minded. That's true, yeah, yeah, diversity, inclusion, all that kind of stuff. But look, I want to bring in your husband, Frank. Uh, Frank, um, are, do you find people quite close-minded when it comes to you and your kids? Uh, well, yeah, yeah, I, I, well, um, I'll get back to that in a second. Okay, I can, sure. Dave. I just, uh, I don't want to panic yet. Mm-hmm. I really don't, uh, but mm-hmm. uh, I was in I was in the kitchen with Declan, our oh, youngest. Gosh. Okay. And I was I was cooking with them. Mm-hmm. I I let him have a go with a knife. Oh God. Yeah. Oh my God. I, I have, pop, he's popped. Have, have you called an ambulance? I have a call an ambulance. Oh yeah, my of course God. I rang them straight away. Okay, yeah, uh, maybe and maybe they were perform like, well, what, what, CPR. What? Are you blowing? I'm I'm blowing it. Listen, he's just too sort of slack strips of rubber now on the ground and I've been blown oh into God. one half and I don't know which half his mouth is on. Well, take Lara out of the kitchen at least, please. Clara saw everything. Oh, no. She's just in the, she's in the uh, the corner. Uh, she's up in the corner of the, the roof just sort of like squeaking. You oh know how she does God. when she gets oh on Oh, my the... God. Oh, my God. Look, guys, this is tragic news, but hang on. Stay on the line because I do actually have a doctor who's joining us. Uh, oh, doctor. my God, doctor. Oh what am I supposed Dr. to do? Dr. Richard Zeman. Uh, do you have any advice for this couple? Uh, they've had a bit of an accident. Well, look, it's it's always very concerning for new parents when they have a child, and children have accidents. They always do. Yeah, um, they're resilient, though, aren't they? They are absolutely. And rubber is a very, very malleable material. True, uh, and it's something that you know can be repaired. Yeah. Okay. Um, okay. You know, years ago we didn't have the tools uh, to repair. Sellotape, doctor, with that. And now, well, sellotape, masking tape. Yeah. Um, stereo strips, even. Well, hang um, on. Are you advising him to? do this himself like this seems like maybe they should maybe go to a professional well you've called an ambulance I think haven't you we have called an ambulance well I called an ambulance they're yeah. not coming right I oh. explained well I explained okay. to them that that uh, I popped my child and then I explained that the child was like one of the long balloons you know like yeah. the long yeah. it's a long red one a long red one and yeah. you can you can make him into different shapes and of course Declan was he was like a poodle this morning you know yeah. he always dresses up as we a had him as a hash the other day you know yeah, yeah. he's very creative is yeah. Declan anyway they didn't want to come so now I'm blowing into one half of my child oh my god right um, happen around the place on the floor right the dog has the other half and the problem with with longer children uh, in my experience is that when you twist and contort them in different ways eventually yeah. Eventually, the stress and the strain on their joints and the rubber in your yeah, case, yeah. You uh, guys said he was accident. a hat the other day, and then a dog. I knew he you was don't want to be. I mean, just back and forth, just for that child's identity, that is difficult. Yeah, if one we day didn't want to force a shape onto him. This is it, you know. And I just feel you you're just being very victim blaming here. You know, uh, I just, uh, you know, we're raising our children the best way we know how. And there's not a lot of information online about raising balloons as children. And yeah, you know, we're, we're doing this in in the absolute dark here. And yeah. in the dark. Know, yeah, it's it's really difficult. No, I feel for you guys. I do. There's no handbook on, as you say, on how to raise a balloon child. Unless, Doctor, I know you're writing a book at the moment. It's not on this exact topic, is it? No, not. Oh. I I normally deal with um, spherical children. Um, spherical. Oh, we've come up against this, Dave. We've, we've yeah we've come up against you know, this quite a bit now. <laughs> what I would advise for the the oblong child is that you do raise them as uh, in the shape of a sea cucumber for the first eight years of its life oh. and it develops a resilience then instead of chopping and changing because when you when you change over and over again it adapts different behaviours to each shape so for example you said a poodle mm. you might have your child 
barking in some instances mm. if you shape it as a hat uh, the child will feel an urge to sit on people's heads but he did and that he was very good at it's, that it's very inappropriate in certain circumstances but and you know what we've come up against this Dave people are trying to tell our children what they're supposed to be you know a sea cucumber sure that's telling a child what to be as well he just wants to be a balloon uh, yeah, but you were turning him into a dog in a hat. I didn't turn... Well, no, I turned him into the, the hat, you're yeah, right. But, so, yeah, but when your children are young, you try things out, you know? I mean, yeah. ballet yeah, yeah, classes, yeah, drama yeah. classes, yeah. you know? Giraffe. So it, we, we, we thought it was... And, and, and Dave, there's no guidelines no, on no, this. No, no one's blaming you. No one's blaming... The doctor's just giving you advice yeah. for your other children. Now, the children came in a packet and there was instructions. <laughs> there was instructions, certainly. Yeah. But no guidelines. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. Well, look, uh, hopefully Declan can be put back together. Um, how, many other, uh, how many other kids do you have? Well, we've got the daughter in the corner. Yeah, we have some... Um, we have some know, spares. Yes. Are, some, are any of them... In vitro, as we like to say. Yes. Oh, um, in the packet still. In the yes. packet still, yeah. yeah, yeah. In the so, kind of miscellaneous drawer in mm-hmm, the kitchen. Mm-hmm. And you just don't know what you're going to... That's the thing. I mean, they're so packet. small in the packet that I didn't know he was going to be... Huge. Can I ask, um, have you used helium or just... just uh, for, for Clara uh, we did. We for did Clara, for Clara, we did. Yeah, we um, do that again now. There's dangers in that though, Doctor, isn't there? Is there is indeed, particularly if your child is male, their voice may not break until they are about 30 years of age. Oh, right. right. So I was actually more talking about, um, you know, if you take them outside, you have to be very careful. They have to be weighted down. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. You haven't but, had, but, but even more dangerous than helium is water. Um, because if you even touch a, a water balloon child in the wrong way, they will just have a meltdown. Well, that's you know? why we don't touch Thomas. Oh, Tom, you do have a water baby? We have a water baby, for sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But we don't touch him. We leave him in the bathroom. And he's happy enough in there, he mm-hmm. seems. Yeah, does, yeah. He, does he like being in the water? I've, I've yeah, he was that. a water birth, yeah. Um, so we we just decided, we, we just have the bath half half full or half empty, it feels, at the minute. Uh, with these children just <laughs> of course, popping yeah. off everywhere. But um, yeah, we just leave him there. And, you know, all children are, are different and have different needs. Mm. Um, and he's not very social. So we just thought we'd leave him there now. And, um, you know, we ha- we have have the odd bath, you know. Um, and that's that's, that's not unusual for, for regular children as well. If you get a baby who are normally filled with blood and you put them in a bath, full of blood they will feel very relaxed mm-hmm. and very calm and happy yeah mm-hmm. I want to just pull him up on one thing Dave who he the said, doctor the doctor Dr. Z there he said regular baby mm-hmm. and I, we've had a real the problem stigma. yes yeah, exactly the, the stigma, stigma. Uh, you prefer the term mainstream or uh, well I think our child flesh? is just fleshy babies <laughs> yeah 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 I like <laughs> If you were going to call them anything, say a fleshy baby, mm-hmm. because our babies are, are regular babies as well. Yeah. They're just made of slightly different materials. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And mm-hmm. what is what is skin but rubber. rubber of the body? Yeah. And look, this language is evolving. It's changing. So we we're have to new. give allowances You're right. yeah. to I people. I don't want to fly off the handle. It's just we're yeah. meeting this every day. Yeah, and I'm yeah, sorry yeah, for yeah. getting hot and Well, it, it's 40 years of, of medical training that has formed my opinion on that. Um, so I've, I've developed bad habits over the years and I do apologise we all have okay, to okay so there was an admission there that's fine. yeah I we all have to we, we all have to learn to live in a yeah, world a with, with balloon children I guess I'll just put Declan in the bin then I wouldn't advise that no. I, I think, thought you were going to recycle try and repair well the dog is the other half I just oh, think that like, right, at that point right. it just be mostly sellotape yeah. if I had to try and repair that right we just got extra ones I don't know 
I, yeah. Yeah. I, I, again, it's I think we should just we yeah. should leave it to a medical professional, and I think we should bring him in and just see what they say because oh, you know. Also, uh, we get the clown in again. Well, that's. Brilliant. I mean, they he are great, really with great with balloons. Only one who, who treats Rose them up. like everybody else and plays with them yeah. and. Yeah, never. He, he might. He may be called Doctor Bozo, but I feel like that might just be, you know, a stage name no, rather he's got than a. a stethoscope. Um, yeah, 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 but yeah, does he, he have a, d- a degree? Is what I'm saying. I don't know. But he's got a white jacket. <laughs> he said a degree in laughology. I think it was something like yeah. that. I, I have seen them before. Yes, yeah. there's a group of them that come round in quite a small car, mm-hmm. and about eight or nine will come out if you if you call one of them. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Well, he's usually seventh in line. Know, I don't know yeah. if that's a seniority thing. So it'd be quite close to the top. I would say. Yes. I mean, yeah. with that many. Uh, you know, physicians working all together. Then I well, it's I mean, chaotic. To be fair, like when they come into the house, there's a lot of noise. There's a lot of horns. Yeah, yeah. You know, he, look, they yeah. get results, and that's the the main. They thing. do exactly. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, I think yeah. we're just calling. Um, I'm afraid we're out of time. Uh, I want to thank all of my callers today, but I especially want to thank Michael Fryer, Roxanne Nicolim, and Luke Benson. Guys, thank you so much. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I know we're only getting back into the world, um, and this isn't going to be about I till February 14th, but. Do you have anything you want to plug, Roxana? So many things. <laughs> so many things. <laughs> so if you want to jump onto uh, my Instagram at Nicolemo, uh, my Twitter at Nicolemo, my TikTok at Nicolemo88, you'll see the wealth of things that I do. So many. I can't even remember them. There's so many. So, yeah. <laughs> Amazing. Luke? Uh, yeah, I do a podcast, a weekly improv podcast with Mark Canton called Look What's After Happening, so check that out. And I want to give a shout out to Anya Gallagher, who's doing a show in Smock Alley, Seen and Heard. Um, it's called A Beautiful Mess, so check that out. I'm, I'm directing that. Oh, you're directing? Yeah. Amazing. Mm, okay. Do you know the date? Yeah. Okay, we'll come back to you on that, Michael. Uh, yeah, I have two things. So I have a small role in Grand Morton's adaptation of his novel um, Holding so cool. that will be on in March on Virgin Media or ITV and then I also will have a series out on BBC Sounds and that's in conjunction with the wonderful Sean Burke and Kira Knight uh, and that will be out kind of mid-March I would say so Amazing. Uh, keep an ear out for that Amazing yeah. Um is that a BBC Sounds is that like podcast or yeah podcast yeah. so yeah, it's yeah. in conjunction with BBC and I so, Amazing uh, yeah. uh, Luke do you have the date on that? I definitely do as it loads. <laughs> While you're doing that, yeah, you I would what? just say uh, Seen and Heard is an amazing festival um, for new talent, uh, for comedy. There's a lot of people who appear on this show who have shows or are directing shows or have written shows. Um, so please, everyone go and check out the uh, the lineup for Seen and Heard. I think we're in the middle of it as this goes there, February 14th. I think it's probably bang in the middle of it. But uh, yeah, check it out. He doesn't know, know, know what I can't, I can't search. The search function isn't the best on this, but uh, it's it's on. It's called a beautiful mess. Yes. Give it a Google. Hopefully, it hasn't been on already. I don't think it has. I think yeah, it's yeah. towards the end of February. Okay, great, yeah. brilliant. And um, thank you, guys. Thank you to Heads of Podcast Network for having us, and to Bobby Hearn for our theme music. That's all for this week. Thanks for listening. Hey, nice <laughs> guys. If you're in a quandary or got dirty laundry, then you should be phoning it in. Well, there's three of us. Why not another love triangle? (laughs) This show is part of the Headstuff Podcast Network, a hub for the creative and the curious. Shows are produced in association with Headstuff and the Podcast Studios Dublin. 
Find out more or become a member at headstuffpodcasts.com. 